Good evening, Sojourners, and welcome to a special night for the Gothic Podcast. This is a rebroadcast of the audio-only version of our Halloween special. You might have caught that over on Twitch, but if you didn't, um, well, here we are. If you would like to watch us uh, playing Ten Candles, a role-playing game of tragic horror by Stephen Dewey, then go over to our YouTube page. You can just search for The Gothic Podcast, and you can find the Halloween special over there. We wear costumes some of the time. Spoiler. But if you want to hang out here, well, this is Gothic. Happy Halloween, everybody. And the spooks are out, socially distanced, of course, and wearing masks, as is only proper. But tonight, you have chosen to join us here, Sojourners, here in the night, the dark all around, closing in. And we're going to do something a little special tonight. We're going to play a one-shot of a game called... Ten Candles, and Ten Candles is a role-playing game of tragic horror. So, our, uh, our characters aren't going to make it, but we don't know that, or at least they don't know that. And the rest of us are going to do our best to make their last moments as exciting, interesting, complicated, and, well, just outright cool as we possibly can in telling a good story. Ten Candles is played with ten candles. If you notice um, over there on the candle table, we only have seven. That's because we didn't want to keep you up all Halloween night. So we're going to start kind of in the midst of things. But before we go into character creation, let's see who we have here tonight. Uh, Jesse, say hi. Hello. What do you need for me? <laughs> Tell us who you are. And, your oh, soul. Hi. Uh, and your soul. Jesse. Um, <laughs> if you are listening to the Gothic Podcast, I normally play Lori and LJ, or Larry Jace. Um, yes. Uh, I, I've, I just love this project, and I'm excited to get into something really dark for the Halloween spirit. Um, yeah. Um, Sharon? Hello, friends. I am here. Also, my name is Sharon. I play Grace and Grace. <laughs> Grace and Dr. Grace. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting to, to do something a little different. Uh, we've been kind of, you know, back and forthing about what we might do for season two. And uh, I think it's going to be fun to experiment with, some, with a different game system. And now, uh, joining us for the first time, is Elaine. Hey, Elaine. Hello, I am Elaine, and I have not played this game or other ones. <laughs> and you can also find Elaine on Twitch as Churro Yeti. And uh, this uh, should actually be streaming on her channel as well here yep. tonight. 
this spooky Halloween. Spooky. Okay. Well, we both did spooky fingers. Everyone knows if you do spooky, spooky fingers, fingers, a spell happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. I light some candles. Ooh. It's very dramatic. Candles. While he we lights have, like, candles, I shall drink some wine. <laughs> spooky music. We should sing some spooky music. What's a spooky song? We didn't have singing earlier. <laughs> I can't. Well, the whole nightmare before Christmas. I mean, there's this one. Is Halloween. This there is you Halloween. go. Halloween, 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 Halloween. In this town we call home, everybody <laughs> hails to the pumpkin. <laughs> anyway. In this town. This is the Halloween episode, everybody. It's spooky. Keep and it don't, spooky. Don't we love it now? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's good. No, that's really creepy. That's very good. Okay, Sojourners. I had this talk with them before we started, and yet still, here we go. <laughs> Can't help it. I'm an inherently silly person. It just comes out. Oh, when the lights go out. I uh, will uh, tell you that um, when the candles burn out on their own, then the game is over. Oh, okay. So what? Wait, one's out, out already. <laughs> he only lit two. Yes, I only lit two oh. so far. So the way this works is uh, we proceed in a variety of steps here. So our first step is me lighting two candles and then having you all take out two of your uh, index cards. Okay. And I want you to write at the top of one of them, virtue, like that. Did you spell that right? <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be in Sharpie? <laughs> I have horrible handwriting, and I was using Oops. a Sharpie, but I think I spelled it correctly. I am Could an I be using teacher. a Sharpie? I can use a Sharpie. Only one of them is virtue, right? A Sharpie knife. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, uh. And on the other one, write vice. Ooh. Character creation time. I might need more cards. I think you need five cards. You need you need five uh, total. Um, now that is under normal circumstances. You could. Why don't you just, you just tell me to get my dry erase board out? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because you're not going to be able to burn your dry erase board. Oh, we need to burn things. <laughs> uh, I don't encourage this. Pyro in me. I will be uh, normally. You bed. would normally each of the players uh, would burn their own, but I that have seems this. Like a to burn dangerous. It also Dang. echoes. Yeah, if we're going to burn stuff, I need to go get like a baking sheet or something. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll take care of the burning. Don't worry. Okay. We'll do it virtually. <laughs> the virtual burn. I'm starting to understand why they thought D&D &D was so scary back in the day. <laughs> you're going to burn the paper after you're done. The children tried to burn the house down. This feels very much like a game I would have gotten way too into in like seventh grade. Okay, so now I'm going to introduce what the module is that we're going to be playing. 
you all are going to be paranormal investigators. A group of paranormal investigators has gone to uh, this asylum. It is called the, um, it is cleverly called Arkin Asylum, not Arkham, Arkin Asylum. Like the Arkin Stone? Like the Arkin Stone. There you go. The Arkin Asylum call... outside of <laughs> that's Chicago. What they... That's what they called the first stone that they like, like laid when they were building it. That was the Arkin Stone. Ten years ago, another paranormal investigation group went into the asylum and never came out. No one knows what happened to them. They just vanished. Now, there have been plenty of uh, paranormal ghost shows that have gone to the asylum since then and done their, their show from inside, and no one has gone missing. Uh, and usually it's the basic stuff they find, you know, the camera's pointed the other direction when they see a shape, uh, they hear a noise, uh, whatever. And so uh, there is, uh, yet again, this Halloween, another group of paranormal investigators going in. Now, you don't have to be a paranormal investigator. You could be there for some other reason. Whatever you want to do, this is the setup, is that we are going to start. You are already in the asylum for some reason this Halloween night. Uh, go ahead. You can talk it out if you want. Um, what kind of characters you wish to um, create for yourselves uh, based right. on two, based on your virtues and your vices. That's going to, that's going to come into play as well. Yes. Guys, yes, Elaine. I, 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 we're picking our roles essentially, right? Yes. Okay. So, so I was on, hoping to be like the cameraman. Yeah. That sounds right. legit. Camera person. That's, that's a fine concept. If that's all you want to write, Elaine, feel free to go with that. If you want to give it a little bit more uh, You tell us detail, only to say one too. word, and now I can give you details. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this game. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was thinking that I could uh, resurrect, so to speak, a character of mine and be pre-mortem Helen Hooley. <laughs> and um, Pre-mortem. Yeah, in uh, the other my the first monster of the week game that uh, that I played with Patrick, uh, I played Helen Hooley, the uh, co-host of a ghost hunting show, who was in fact herself deceased, and it might be interesting to have this be the uh, episode in which she <laughs> becomes deceased. Oh go. my god! <laughs> <laughs> it all fits. I like it. Would you still be on, on the team? Or are you a separate person? Uh, I, uh, I'm assuming on, I was on the team. Cool. The, uh, the concept was that uh, this was a team that was like an amateur show that they were doing all themselves. And they mm -hmm. just recently got picked up by a network, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was how that went. And it was the first uh, episode of the network show. Yeah, where everything went bad. So that's when that character died in your other book or other game? Yeah, in my other yeah, game. But, <laughs> but that was in the past of the, you know, when we started the game, right, right, right. it was still, it was like several, it was like a season in. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't happen in the other game. This was, that, that game happened after that event. What are you thinking there, Jesse? Um, I'm kind of thinking that I might go with something along the lines of like the scientist cynic that just tries to prove it wrong. 
Uh, to so make sure that it's not a hoax. You're the skeptic. Yes. There the you go. There you go. Are you part of the team or are you here separately? Uh, I would love to be part of the team as kind of just the go-to of like, well, prove us wrong. Okay. If it's done in the right way, it actually reminds me of um, how they do that one TV show that's really famous for this shit. Oh, yeah. The main, the main guy is, no. Like the ghost adventures? ghost hunters. Yeah, I think so. And that <laughs> not, main guy is not like... Not ghost adventures, no. Like, we I don't have think to make sure that there. this is legit. Let's prove how it worked. Let's make sure that we can re recreate blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like he's skeptical enough that he wants to like prove it. Right. Whether or not it's wrong or right. But still excited I, uh, about it. I watched an interesting show one time where um, they deliberately tried to fake it and uh, see if they could, just to see if they could. It was interesting. My cat anyway. scared me. <laughs> it's, it's their job. Got a name there for your skeptic, Jesse? I do. Uh, Ryan Bosworth. Bosworth with a B? Yes. Cool. Uh, we're going to go with Stevie. S-T-E-V-I. Aw. All right, so what's your general look? Helen? Uh, Helen is a Chinese-American by way of Hawaii. So... Uh, Chinese American and Stevie. Uh, I'm gonna say that they have like a punk goth look, like Lolita-ish, to where they're like trying to be cute, but they're still wearing all. You know what I mean? You know that look with like a short skirt, but fishnets and like dark makeup and dark hair. Does Stevie have the boots that are like really, really tall? They're like yes, because that's the, the other thing. She's very tall. <laughs> and what about our skeptic? Ryan. Ryan is dressy, but not expensive. Could fit in in a, in a good, you know, social setting, but nobody's going to mistake him for wearing Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go well on camera next to Helen then, because I think, seem to recall, mm. she's pretty snappy dresser. All right. I get to light two more candles. Oh, Oh, my soul came back. Is it that time already? <laughs> no, wait. The more, the sooner he lights them, the sooner they burn out. No, no. <laughs> I like the concept of this game. You play yeah, it with the limit of the candles. Pretty when cool. When he described it to me, I was like, "This sounds fun." Yeah. That one looks a little tricky. If they go yeah, I. <laughs> I had a tea light recently that just would not, the wick was too short or something and it just wouldn't catch no matter what I did. If it goes out on its own, it goes out. So every time a, uh, a candle goes out, uh, it is a scene change. Come on, little Ooh. candle. You can do if it. If it goes out because of something you guys have done, then you, um, then, well, there's things that will happen, but uh, I'll tell We're you not in the room, that. so we can't, can't accidentally sneeze them all out or something. Yes. <laughs> right. Although that could happen in, in you know, in, in a live game. And so, yes. oh, yeah. When social distancing is another thing. Oh, the far distant future okay. when we don't have to social so distance. So now I need you to take an index card and write moment at the top. Moment. And then write on it, I will find hope. You just finished that sentence? 
You just finished that sentence. Okay. Now it needs to be something that is achievable in this setting. So it's not like I will find hope when I eat a pancake at Waffle House tomorrow morning. <laughs> you want it to be something that you could achieve during this, um, you know, this event. Paranormal investigation type situation. Right. Because what these cards allow you to do is when you fail a role, or if you would lose narrative control, um, if you burn a card, it allows you to re-roll all of your ones. I missed the very last word of that. Re-roll your ones? Yeah, re-roll all okay. of your ones. Ones okay. are bad. Oh, okay. Good to know. Sixes are normally. Good. Well, you'll see how it, how it goes here in a Yeah, bit, we might just but, have to start. Yeah. All right. It begins. I'm going to light the last candle and Ooh. then um, turn off your lights and then come back in a couple of minutes. Get a drink, take a bathroom break, whatever you need. And we will play this game. Scene 1. Seven candles remain. You are at the Arkin Asylum outside of Chicago. Ten years ago, a group of paranormal investigators went missing here, but in the intervening time, there have been plenty of investigations in this place, and no more serious events have happened. Yet, tonight is Halloween, and one more paranormal group investigators, skeptics, techies, enter the asylum for the last time. Now, as a publicity stunt, what their producers asked them to do was for each of them to record a final message, a message to the outside world what they'd want everyone to know if it was the last thing that they were ever going to say. I want everyone to know that I walked into this with my eyes open, knowing what I was doing. Uh, Mom, Dad, I love you very much. And um, I'm really excited, guys. This might be our biggest investigation yet. Wish me luck. And then Stevie O'Day... Hi guys, Stevie here. Uh, just letting you know that we are about to head into our next uh, setup where I'm going to be doing a shoot with everybody and we're really excited. We think that we're going to get some really good stuff here and I'm hopeful to get some actual footage and, you know, I see you on the other side. But if not, I'm so excited to be doing this and I don't mind getting a little spooked. And finally, Ryan the Skeptic okay, so they want me to do this. Uh, I haven't even filled out my will. Okay, so if something happens to me, uh, then I guess science is bunk and there's nothing really to... I, I 
I'll be back. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. We begin with the team inside of the asylum. The darkness is prevalent. All the lights have been turned out all across the asylum. Only in one place do they remain, back at the, back at the command center in the main lobby. But things have not been going well, or maybe they've been going too well. There have been lots of things almost captured on camera, things seen out of the corner of the eye, um, shadow shapes, perhaps. Uh, there are certainly orbs, um, whether real ones or not, they're flitting everywhere, dust motes in the air capturing the uh, lights. But of course, all of the main lights have been turned off in the asylum. There isn't good television to be had if the lights are on. But something even stranger has happened. One of the team, um, one of the tech guys, a sound person whose job it was to um, set up microphones in various places around the asylum, has not reported back in for some hours now and has not been able to be raised on the radio. Helen? Yes. Um, all right. So um, our camera guy was setting up the camera at uh, what we're calling, um, we're not really calling it anything. It's a hallway outside the morgue of this asylum, uh, what used to be the morgue. And um, he was doing, he was doing a motion sensor at one end and a camera at the other that would take a picture every time the motion sensor was triggered. So we are going to start our investigations there. So you wish to proceed to that area um, very well. Um, how far away from where you are is that? Uh, I'd say that's probably pretty far away. Um, it's probably uh, at least a level down, yeah underground. Very good. Um, now, Ryan, um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what was his name? I, I don't understand why he had to go missing. It's There's been like no activity so far, not even anything that I can read. So at this point, I'm just waiting to find out where they got lost. That was my thinking as well. Uh, we can start by heading in the direction. Maybe his radio just went out and we can start by heading in the direction of his uh, last lo known location. All right. Um, Stevie, uh, what are you filming? <clears throat> I am not currently filming yet because we haven't actually set up. We were talking about where we're setting up our next camera, I assumed, for our next shot. And I'm excited because we are going to go to the morgue, which is really great for my um, cinematography. And... So I'm looking forward to setting up the right shot down there and starting our investigation and hoping to catch something on, on film. All right. You all begin going that way. Um, do you wish to film the descent? Yes. All right. So Stevie 
turns on the camera and the light comes on and you see that it's it's going. Uh, this is primarily in night vision, although I would gather you probably have uh, your flashlights out so that you can see where you're going. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you are moving down these corridors and this is, the corridors in this asylum are long and narrow lined with doors some are open some closed some partially open breezes sometimes stir the dirt and the dust on the floor uh, sometimes strange odors waft across your path as you proceed are you hurrying down or moving slowly and investigating as you go helen would be moving slowly i'll be going slowly as well um, mostly just so I can take a critical eye to everything and really observe what's going on around me. All right. In that case, uh, let's have a roll from you, the first of our evening, so that we can see how things work. Now, um, Ryan, I'd like you to roll, uh, whenever I asked for a challenge here, this is a this is not a dire challenge. Uh, you're just looking around, seeing if you spot anything of interest. And uh, maybe you come across something we, I don't know. That's not for me to know yet. That is for you probably to tell us because here at the beginning, before we lose a candle at least, uh, you're almost certain to keep narrative control. So what you will do is you'll be rolling a number of dice equal to the number of candles that we still have available. So that's seven. Go ahead and roll seven D6s. Done. How many sixes did you get? One. How many ones did you get? One. Mm -hmm. All right. So first of all, I should ask, does anyone have their moment at the top of their pile? Not I. Yeah. No? Okay. So um, at this point, if you wish to try to save that one, you could burn whatever your top card is. Uh, what it, is it your virtue, your vice? It's my vice. Uh, your vice. Okay, you could. Uh, I probably wouldn't recommend it at this point. It's only one dice out of seven. There's still a lot left. Um, so if you don't, what happens is you take that one dice, that, the one that came up a one, and you set it aside. Done. It goes for, uh, this is a pool of dice, so everybody does the same thing. Since we're separate, oh. we all have our own sets, but if we were in person, we would only have one set of dice. So now, any other challenges that come up, while this scene is going on, you will only have six dice to roll. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Get it? Okay. So, Ryan, you succeeded. You have narrative control. Tell us what you see as you all are proceeding down the halls to the stairs to go down a level to find, what is the name of our missing techie? Douglas. 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 Just Douglas. <laughs> Douglas McDouglas. Douglas the intern. <laughs> okay. And I have narrative control. You do. You can tell us whatever you want to, to see. Well, maybe it's something, maybe it's nothing. At least we have the video going. 
Nothing unusual in the sound department yet. The air is definitely heavy. It almost feels like like you're walking down into like a, a depression in the swamps. It's very murky and maybe it's just for being underground in this climate in this here near Chicago. Um, it's not very normal feeling for, for this area. Uh, it definitely feels more Southern swampy. So I'm interested to find out what is actually causing the, the stagnant rich air down here. All right. So you continue on and you find the stairs and turn down them. Uh, who is leading this um, little group? Would it be Helen or? Um, sure. I imagine we take turns. No, uh, the person in the front, I would think that the camera person would not be the person in front necessarily. By we, I mean, not the camera person, myself and Ryan. <laughs> um, all right. So the uh, camera person has a name, everybody. Like, like from shot to shot. It's like, Traveling down this hallway, maybe I'm leading, and then traveling down a different hallway, Ryan's leading. So, right. but I'm curious, uh, what are your feelings toward your co-host uh, here, toward uh, Ryan, Helen? Well, sometimes I feel a little like Ryan, maybe inwardly scoffing at my reactions to things. Uh, I'm not exaggerating from them for the camera. Whenever I scream or gasp, I really am frightened. And I sometimes wish he would take that a little more seriously. But um, apart from that, a skeptic is always good to have on a, um, um, a show such as ours. And uh, I appreciate his presence most of the time. He seems very solid and uh, kind of unflappable. All right. And Ryan, what are your thoughts on your co-host, Helen? Well, there's two kinds of people, the believers and the scientists. And I admire her for her passion, but sometimes I just wish she'd see a little more reality in what's going on around her. And just, I mean, understand that there's more that you can experience from this than just finding meaning beyond it all. Sorry, that was mean. And, and I appreciate everything that Helen does for this group. Um, and I really hope that someday she finds what she's looking for. Stevie, you've been camera person for these uh, guys before for a while. Um, yes. how, what are your impressions of these two? Oh, well, you know, we don't run in the same social network at all. So I really don't buddy buddy with either of them, but, uh, professionally we all work really well together and they're, you know, really compelling when it comes to the footage. So they make my job easy. Uh, I, I don't mind their company. Um, but I don't like it if, if they get these sometimes get in these little tiffs and they disagree and it sometimes just builds tension that drives me nuts. But other than that, 
professionally, we're a pretty solid group. All right. Well, Helen, um, you are leading as you turn down the stairs. Uh, I believe it's time for you to roll. You only get to roll six dice, though. Ryan only left gotcha. you with the six. Thanks, Ryan. Okay. Did you get any sixes? I did not get any sixes. Did you get any ones? I got two ones. Ah, lovely. Well, that's going to be a failure, but you can burn whatever your top card is if you would like to re-roll those ones. What effects does burning have? Just you get to re-roll the ones? You get to re-roll the ones, and it exposes uh, cards lower down. Uh, but if you don't roll any sixes in this uh, re-roll, then I take narrative control, uh, and we snuff out a candle, and we move to the next scene. Um, sure. Heck it. Let's do it. This is a one-shot. Um, I'm going to burn my vice card and re-roll right. those two ones. All right. On hold a on a moment. Service. Give me one second. We're doing actual burning. Oh, yeah. Ooh, grammatique. Just please don't burn our house down. <laughs> it's okay. He's He's got an appropriate vessel. Good. Loverly. <laughs> there is no fire detector in my room. <laughs> or the hallway. That's safe. <laughs> All right. So please um, put that card aside. It is mm -hmm. no longer of use to you. What is your vice? Uh, phobic. I'm sorry. Phobic. I'm afraid oh. of things. Ah, excellent. Phobias in general. Okay, well, re-roll your two ones. Makes sense why she's jumping at everything all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I have rolled my two ones again, and I got a four and another one. Uh, well, you would put so. the one aside, but you'll get that back here in a second. Uh, however, I have narrative control now, uh, unless, unless you wish to die at this point. No, it's the beginning of the adventure. <laughs> okay. Well, all right then. As you um, turn down the stairs, you are looking back over your shoulder and you are talking to um, Ryan on camera. And so you do not see it when you walk into the spider webs that are just covering this particular um, stairwell. They're everywhere. There's webbing all over you now. It's in your hair. It's in your face. You've turned around too quickly. It's in your eyes. It's in your mouth. It's all over you. It's everywhere. And the spiders must be as well. They must be crawling in your clothes. They must be in your hair. They must be everywhere around you. You, you stumble on the off. stairs, but you get, your, get, but you get your, your footing back. And we sniff out a candle. What? I forgot about that part. Slick. <laughs> but cool. It was very good. Scene two. Six candles remain. We move to a new scene. But we also do something at a scene change. First of all, we'll reset our dice. So um, you will now have available to you six dice. Oh, right. 
So at the beginning of a scene, um, we have what are called the speaking of the truths. You get to, we each will go around and we will say uh, a truth about the world. The only thing you can't say a truth about is about a weakness of um, whatever they are that are uh, here in this asylum hunting you, even though you don't know it. And uh, so since you, um, since it was your failure that, that snuffed out the candle, <laughs> um, you will be able to go first, Helen. But uh, when we're speaking truths, uh, they should be reasonably short. Um, they should be factual and they should be singular. So you can't say, um, you can't say something like, we find Douglas and he's perfectly fine. You can say, we find Douglas and then, um, and then Stevie could say, and he has a broken leg and Ryan oh. could say, got it. Um, I gotcha. And the cameras that he have has have something on them. It's uh, just that you have to be, you know, pretty specific. But um, you can use this opportunity to give yourself equipment uh, if you really badly need it. You can um, use it to uh, make things harder for yourselves uh, if you want. Uh, you can say things about other characters if you want. Uh, these things become truths. And it's kind of ritualistic. I will start off by saying uh, these things are true. And then I will start uh, and I will say the world is dark. And then we'll continue around and we will do. Um, let's see, we've got six candles left. So there are going to be six truths. But on that last truth, we all, uh, you all say together, if you're still alive, which you all are at the moment, um, you will all say, and we are alive. That is the last truth. Wow. Okay, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So um, I will go first and I will say it. And then um, Helen, you can speak your truth. Then Stevie, then Ryan. And you can ask questions about it if, if you think it's a weird truth and, and we can work with it. That's fine. These things are true. The world is dark. Douglas got the camera set up in place. Stevie would technically be next. Yeah. <clears throat> well, our time coming up at the next statement. Okay. It doesn't have to relate to the first. It can it build not? off of it, but it doesn't have to. Okay. You could say oh, something about the okay, spiders good. that were in the hallway, or if there were any. Or could, could I could I uh, add a little bit to clarify what I was meaning by that? Uh, nope. Douglas got okay. the camera set up in the hallway. Okay. Um, to the basement. Uh, I'm what sorry. Was that? To the basement. What's to the basement? Yeah. We made it to the basement or the morgue. We made it. Uh, oh, and oh, you, you made it down it. to the morgue. Okay. okay. All right. Or down to. We achieved it. We got to. We made it to R right. the morgue. I just missed okay. the first part of that sentence. Okay. <laughs> Douglas came down here in a different way. Okay. 
And now we, uh, you all speak the same truth, which is, and we are alive. And we are alive. We are alive. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Don't worry. We'll have another candle to do that smoother here in a moment, I'm sure. In mere moments. All right. So you um, make it on down to the morgue. Uh, this is where our next uh, scene starts, in fact. Uh, you are um, outside the morgue. <clears throat> And there are cameras set up, um, but no Douglas, at least in the hallway. Well, he got them in place. He must have come back by a different way. Yes, because he did not come the way that we had. Yeah, or else we would have run into him. Are there secret passages in this place? There's got to be. There's no way that he walked through the same pathway. You know what? Their case that we did and not break those spider webs. These old morgues often have like a special tunnel just to take the bodies off of the property so they don't have to take them through the facility. I bet that That's there's exactly a tunnel down here. Thinking. Well, how did Douglas find it and how do we find it? There must be multiple staircases also because Ryan has a point. He didn't walk through those spider webs. You guys want to go find that tunnel? It'd be a really great shot. Yeah, and let's look for other exits to this hallway. All right. It was your idea, Stevie. So roll six dice. Keeping in mind, by the way, uh, what what is top on your um, pile? Virtue. Virtue, okay. Virtue. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Sixes are good, right? Yeah, sixes yes. are good. <laughs> All right, I got two and no one. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter how many, as long as you get one in, until I. Okay. Begin. Oh, by the way, I have, oh, look, I do have a die now because. Oh, because the candle, the candle went, went out. out. So I do, I do <laughs> actually get to roll and I win on ties for narr uh, narrative control. If we were in a pool, you would have literally gotten the die that we had to discard. Yes. Cool. Yes. Makes sense. Uh, so I did not get any sixes. So you have narrative control over this. So um, um, Stevie, um, narrate. All right, guys. I want to set the shot up really well. So I'm going to just run down to the end of the hall so I can watch you coming towards me. And I think it'll be a really good setup. And then we can go around the corner and I'll just pan with you. And whatever's down the rest of the hallway, it'll be all your first reaction, my first reaction, everybody's first reaction. Uh, and I think that that hallway might lead to either the other exit off the property, like that tunnel we were talking about, or we'll find the other hallway to the stairwell. But either way, it'll set up a good shot. What do you think? I think that sounds like a great plan, Stevie. So I would run down to the end Oops. of the hallway. All right, I'm going to run down to the end of the hall. I have the shot set up facing them um, so that I can watch them approach us and then I'll pan with them around the corner. And okay. it happens. Well, you were going to be looking for the secret door, right? So do you Right, which I that? think is around the corner. Oh, okay. All right, so I successfully set the shot up and they walk down the corridor and we round the corner. And just around the corner, we see both a alternative stairwell up to the top of the building and what looks like a tunnel at the end of the hall or some sort of door that's locked up. Ah, okay, so is, it, oh, is that tunnel open? That's locked lock. up. It's closed. Or at least has a door on it. Okay. All right. As you um, are walking that way, 
there are strange odors wafting to you uh, from within the morgue. And you, Helen, notice that the door is slightly ajar to the morgue. But just then, Stevie has rounded the corner and says, oh, there's stairs down here. And, and then all those other things that, that they were talking about. Ah, uh, Ryan, you are right. There was another staircase. Well, let's, let's go around the corner first. I do want to come back and have a look in the morgue. Um, as you can see, the door is open. We can get inside and I would like to uh, take a shot in there. Um, but for now, let's focus on finding Douglas. Well, all I've got to say is Douglas is around here somewhere because he's got the camera set up. Um, so yeah, I'm looking for any extra drafts that might indicate uh, some kind of secret access, some kind of uh, hidden hallway, doorway. Um, so I think uh, checking out this other tunnel and stairwell is a good idea. All right. So you all proceed down to that. Um, who would like, between Ryan and Helen, both of you were, um, you know, going to check that out. Uh, who, who would like to um, be the one taking lead on the door? Um, actually, I think Ryan at this point would step in and, pardon me, let me get the door for you. But as I'm seeming... Oh, thank you. Yeah. As I'm seeming to be chivalrous, I'm also checking the temperature of the door temporarily with my hand, the door knob with my hand, you know, doing right. a scientific evaluation on everything that's going on. Well, with that. let's roll some dice. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no sixes. Oh. No one ones. One one. one. Oh, well, you have, a, you have some hope or some options here anyway. So you can reroll that one if you want to burn whatever your top card is, as long as it's not a moment, because you would have had to have called the moment before right. you, um, you went further. Is it your vice then? It is my vice. Okay. Um, oh, geez. It's only one. And remember, by the way, everybody, uh, narratively, we also should be working toward our moments. Got you. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and burn it for now. Okay. And save the one. Uh, Hold on one moment while I burn your card. <laughs> Those first two tea lights have lasted a really nice long time. I thought that first one was going to go out like half an hour ago. Well, that was frightening. <clears throat> Nothing. Everything is fine. <laughs> it's the zoom spell of fire suppression. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Don't burn the house down. So reroll that one then, I guess, and hope. Six. Yay! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Good rolling. All right. Let me see if I see what I get. I did not get a six, so you have narrative control. You All right. Open the door and. And or I have you can tell me. I'm, Right, but I have to react with my vice? Uh, you have to bring the vice into it somehow, yes. Okay. Um, in my haste, I didn't do a thorough check of 
what kind of energies and feelings I did get off of the door. And I open it too quickly, trying to let Helen by. Uh, what was your vice again? Rash. Ah, uh-huh. so, um, but that, uh, so that rashness um, in your excitement about finding the secret door, you, you actually don't get the um, scientific readings that you wanted? Yes. Uh, what's behind the door? A stench. A stench like none I've ever smelt in anything I've ever experienced in my entire life. Hmm. Helen turns away and gags. <laughs> and how about oh, Stevie? Away and gag. Oh, that's awful. It just smells like death, guys. Yeah, you also oh. are on camera, so... That's disgusting. If Douglas went down there, I give him mad props. I wouldn't have gone oh. down there. There's no way that's where he got lost. No, that's the worst. Well, um, also, don't you think if he went down there, the air would have maybe cleared out a little bit and not be so... It's also true. Um, this may be the source oh. of some of what's going on in this place, but it doesn't answer our question of where Douglas go. Do you do what? Do you proceed down the... Um, tunnel investigate the smell do you go up the stairs do you go back to the morgue because we also found a second set of stairs right yes i'm interested in going down here at the moment but what i will say is i honestly don't think douglas made it down there um if there is more that we can find in the morgue great um but I definitely need to regrow, regroup and get any equipment I might need to deal with anything that is down in that horrid stench. Ryan, you can take point on that one. I don't like the energy coming from that corridor, and I don't want to go down it. Yeah, so where will you sure. go next? Ryan seems to want to go back to the control area, the command center, to get more equipment. Helen, you had already expressed an interest in going back to the morgue. Um, yeah, and like I said, I mean, we can like swing by the morgue again on our way back out. Um, Go the way we came. And just see yeah. if we can find any more on Douglas and where he might be. All right. So you wish to make your way back to the command center first then? Is that what I'm understanding? go to the morgue and then go upstairs back to the command center. But when we go upstairs, let's take the, the new staircase that we just found. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm sorry, uh, you are going to the morgue first or you're going to wait? Yeah. You know, while we're down here, um, Steven, do you think you could get a good shot? Um, Douglas is in there. You, you never know. I mean, I hope not because that would mean he would be sitting in there listening to us go by calling his name and didn't respond for some reason. You know how he can sleep anywhere. Yes. Yeah, so let's, let's go back to the morgue first. Maybe we might as well get some shots. Get something. Yeah. Good. Good for the show. All right. Ellen, uh, you were the one who first expressed the interest in, in the morgue issue. So go ahead sure. and roll. Um, let's see. Have we lost any dice? No. So six dice. Ah, okay. Uh, I didn't get any of either. I didn't get any sixes or ones. Oh, 
What's the next card in your pile? Oh, uh, virtue. Mm. Well, there's nothing you can do. Uh, oh no. There are no ones, so you cannot uh, you cannot re-roll. Uh, and there are no sixes. So alas. This is just an auto fail. This is an auto this fail. is a fail. Wow. It's a critical fail. <laughs> you open the door to the morgue, Helen. Right behind you is Stevie with the camera uh, pointed right over your shoulder, uh, but more on your face than on the room itself. And behind Stevie is Ryan um, cursing himself that he did not do the measurements properly, did not get them recorded properly when looking at the door to the tunnel, which is what you suspect it is. And so, Helen, you're turned back slightly to look at this, and uh, to look at the camera. And so you see the expression of horror come across Stevie's face. You see them drop the camera just a little bit, but muscle memory still keeping it pointed into your face and into the room. And then, Helen, you slowly turn. Ryan, it's hard to see past both of them, but you see a, a room, um, a room filled with, still filled with um, carts and tables, metal, um, polished with tools of various sorts. Um, on scattered about on on certain ones. That's what you see from your angle. What Stevie sees, though, from the angle of the camera, is Douglas on one of the tables, but not, I'm afraid, all of Douglas. Oh, oh dear. Oh, right. Lick your fingers. Go, Patrick. Go, 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 Patrick. <laughs> Get the it's a hungry, hungry hippo. Magnavit. to be spooky. There he goes. Get it. You gotta get one of those cool, like, I, I the did elves. my finger. <laughs> you gotta get one of those cool things that they use in churches to put out candles that looks like a bell on a stick. I have my one. I just don't know where one. it is. Oh. <laughs> of course you have one. <laughs> Scene change. Scene three. Five candles remain. Get rid of one of your dice. I'll take that. Thank you. These things are true. The world is dark. Helen? Whoosh. I don't know. I'm stuck. We no longer feel alone. All right. And the other pieces of Douglas are on the floor near a drain. Ryan? The only thing that's left is his head on a platter. Stevie? Um all of the cooler doors or the locker doors are open. Oh, nice. And the final truth altogether now 
and, and we, we are, are alive. alive. Oh dear Jesus, that's hard. <laughs> Surprisingly, everybody together now, and we, we are, are alive. alive. Only five candles left. It's getting intense. All right, this is the scene. What would you like to do? Probably what? scream a little bit. What is it? Let me see. Don't touch anything. I sh- shrink backwards from the door. This is more than I ever bargained for. I don't know that I... I we, we need to call the cops, you guys. We need to get out of here. This is actually a murder. Yeah, yeah, we need to call the cops. I'll uh, pull my radio out. And let them forensic scientists ruin all of this evidence? Ryan, this isn't something that we should be dealing with ourselves. We need help. It's not safe in here. Look, I liked Douglas, but how do we know it's murder? And how, we, how do we know it's not true? He's what you're looking for? lying there in pieces. We, we have to report his death either way. I'm going to get my phone up. Oh, but there's no service down here. Oh, yeah, my radio. I, my walkie-talkie and radio the command center. Roll um, five. Uh, yes, roll oh. five dice. Okay. Let's see how this radio call goes. <clears throat> oh my. I got one one and no sixes. Oh dear Jesus. I'm rolling real good tonight, y'all. Would you like to use your virtue? You know what? No. I'll um just take this failure. We can be out of range or or something. Okay. Indeed. Um that is not the case. You, oh, let's see. You um, lift the walkie-talkie to uh, your ear and you press the button and you speak into it. And um, what, do, what do you say? Um, Guys, we need some backup in the hallway outside the morgue. We found Douglas's remains. There's a squelch coming back and screams from the other oh. end of the connection. Ah! What? No! 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 Ah! Guys? And then it's just cut off. Guys? And we fade to black as another candle goes away. Or certainly nothing goes fast. I should have just burned it. Oh, well, that's okay. Scene four. Four candles remain. I get another die here. Just one. Patrick, do we, do we just discard one? Uh, yes, just discard one. You should have four dice left. Okay. No one has their moment at the top of their uh, pile? Oh, I do. Ah, very good then. Um, you might be thinking about a time to bring that into play. Remember, you have to declare it before a challenge. Right. But if you get it, then you get a hope dice, and you get to keep that for a while. For a while? For a while. <laughs> Until you use it? Well, no, you get to use it. Um, but when you get down to your brink, uh, you can choose to use the brink to re-roll all of your dice. And you no. don't burn it unless you fail. And then if you fail, you lose... Well, the brink and your hope die. Now, um, if you choose... That's okay, the point of this game is losing, right? 
<laughs> yes, you are not going to win this game. It's, <laughs> these characters, um, like all of us, will not make it. But it's what happens before that time that's what's important. How we act, how we deal with one another, how we face our virtues and our vices. Yeah, all that. So here we are. The scene is still the morgue. Helen has dropped to her knees. The walkie-talkie is lying there next to her. Stevie is staggered, trying to get a signal on their phone, unable. Ryan is standing in the doorway, looking at the scene speculatively with great interest clinical interest and these things are true the world is dark we have no backup anymore and one of the doors to the morgue shelves is still swinging slightly Walkers. ryan there's a definite draft coming from behind that door and then the final truth and, and we, we are all alive, alive. alive. <laughs> wow. we're all in there is it just we are alive we are, we alive. are alive or we are still alive we're good at this we're good at this game <laughs> and ryan has gone into the room and is looking around you feel a draft ryan coming from one of the morgue shelf units uh, where the door Locker. is from one of the morgue lockers where the door is actually still swinging slightly uh go, i'm sorry helen go ahead oh i was just going to um to call out to ryan to be careful and uh get back up and go be in the doorway ready to join him if necessary All right. keep trying to contact the others to find out what's going on it was just screams. They didn't, it, it was just screams. They didn't answer. I'll keep trying. I, I have a bad feeling about what's going on here. Um, this, yeah, do you I should think, say so. I mean, this, nothing points to paranormal, but this is beyond that. This is psychotic if it's not. So, I think we really need to find out what's going on um, and doing my best to avoid everything else in our room to include Douglas parts, make my way over to the flappy morgue locker uh, just to kind of see what's going on. All right. There are four dice left for you to roll. Why am I always rolling? <laughs> I'm not the only one, though. No, it just feels like it. Uh, okay, one that's six. two sixes. No one. Uh, woo! You're you the beat, only one making good rolls. You beat my one six, so you get to narrate what you see here. Now, oh, I guess I should have actually have uh, offered you your moment there, but too late now. Uh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't so, found anything yet. So, um, yeah, what do you find? It's It's empty. But the back wall is a different corner, color, 
The back wall is a different color. Stevie, get your camera in here. Helen, okay. come take a look. Let's turn on the uh, night vision, or like, not that, uh, infrared. I want to see what the infrared looks like. Ah, well then, Stevie, I guess you get to roll four dice. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Yay! One, one, no sixes. Uh, oh, no. Do you wish to burn a card? I do. I would like to burn my virtue. Okay. You're going to, when you narrate this, well, um, some way your virtue is going to come into play here. Uh, what is your virtue? Determined. Determined. Okay. Nice. All right. Oops. That card is completely burned up. What? <laughs> Determined. It's a burning. It's Something burning. About Douglas. Burn, baby. Burn. Douglas is burning. Oh, no. Nope. He's just in pieces everywhere. Rest in pieces, Douglas. <laughs> All right. We'll reroll those ones. Three. Oh dear. Well, that's, I fear, a failure. So, Stevie, you turn on the infrared and suddenly you see in the camera all across the room in all of the, in all of the doors, it seems like, not in the spaces between, not in the spaces of the lockers, but in the doors of the lockers, you see heat signatures. You see, well, not, it's not heat signatures so much as it's colder, and, but they are shapes. They are um, humanoid shapes. They're, they're like, they're, they're people, but they're reflections, maybe. Uh, you, you don't know. You, you haven't seen this effect before. You've seen heat reflections off of um, uh, surfaces like that before, but not cold like this. And you see that even as, um, even as Ryan approaches one of those doors, one of those, um, one of those that's still shifting a little bit, and you then, the figures, they move. And a candle goes out. Whoa! Oh, another die! Oh my god! I'm gonna get rid of this one. It's been rolling ones for me tonight. <laughs> oh, so few dies. Scene five. Three candles remain. There are three candles left. Would you like a break or would you like to push on? Push on? Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be down to push on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just promised a, a break at when the fourth candle went out. So. Oh, no, never needed it. Anybody else needs to do potty. <laughs> to do potty. <laughs> That's do right. A potty. Internet. That's right. Internet. If you need to do a potty. Now, <laughs> do a potty. now it's a good do time. A okay. <laughs> there are three candles left. That means I get one more dice in my pool. Oh no! It should just be throwing die at you through the doors. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it would like have to ricochet off of a few corners, but <laughs> we get a close enough. Time. I this think I Goldberg machine your dice in his room. <clears throat> Don't make me come through this camera. <laughs> you like, should each like the girl from the ring, but just like just off 
GM. Sorry. Yes. You should have three dice left. No one has claimed their moment yet. Who has moments showing? And Ryan should, yes. So, uh, What is your, oh, um, Stevie, your moment is to capture something on film. You may be having that opportunity here shortly. Um, but it is um, Ryan who is about to have a dire challenge. Uh -oh. Our first dire challenge of the uh, of the evening. Do we do the dire challenge? Please? We'll do it after we do truths. Okay. And these things are true. The world is dark. Who failed that one? Oh, Stevie. So Stevie, you get to give the first truth here. One of you already said we weren't alone, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's also uh, uh, quite apparent. But you can say a truth about that aloneness or... Nope. The light's cut out. <gasps> oh no <laughs> alright and Helen you get to say a truth the door is still swinging because one of the figures Steve is seeing is hanging on it alright and then the final what? truth oh and we are still alive oh alive. good lord alright three <laughs> Come on, guys. two one and, and we, we are, still are still alive. Thank you. We're trying so hard. Good Lord. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> I just always forget that it's the last candle. I always oh, I was muted that thinking... whole time too, guys. You didn't get me. Oh, yeah. One more time. Three, two, one. <laughs> and, and we, we are, are still, still alive. alive. We're so good. <laughs> so good at this. All right. It's like teaching kindergartners how to line up. <laughs> so, right before the flashlights and the uh, infrared light on the camera. Go no, out. I said power, not the not our batteries. I said no. The power. You said the lights went out, right? Yeah, I guess I did say the lights. Yeah, and there are no lights on because you have them turned off for the show. So the lights you have are your flashlights. And okay, your... perfect. That's still fine. And suddenly. Your flashlights flicker once, twice. The light on the camera flickers no. out. The infrared on it, the power goes down on the, on the infrared camera for a moment and then flicks back up. And in that strobing light, right before the power cuts out completely to all of your electronic devices, Stevie, Helen, you see something, something hanging off of the door, the swinging door to the locker, the one that Ryan is right next to. You see something cold, Stevie, something so cold in the camera's lens. Helen, you see something pull itself in staccato motion out of the very reflection of itself in the silvered polished side of the door but the flickers are coming faster now and ryan you are there and you see it too and it's right there in your face and it is horrible it's got fangs and teeth on teeth and eyes that are <laughs> sunk deep but it's not quite there it's not 
quite wholly a thing, but it's not a shadow either. You're not quite sure because the lights are flickering. Everything is happening too fast. You have a very dire challenge here, Ryan. I cannot kill you until the last candle, but I can do bad things. You have three dice. Would you like to burn your moment here? I will burn my moment. Very good. <laughs> um, do you need to know my moment first, or should I just go on? Oh, he's burning. Yeah, I think you should say it anyway for a dramatic effect. Uh, Stevie, you're muted. I noticed. Oh. <laughs> just a moment too late. Yes, Ryan, your moment is... My moment is... I actually pull out. Well, what is your moment? What is the. My moment is when scientific proof fails. Okay. I will find hope when scientific proof fails. Okay. Now, and you will get to narrate this, this event, if you gain narrative control. Oh, if. Damn. I am rolling four dice. <sighs> you are rolling three. But this oh. is my moment. So I get my hope dice. No, only if you succeed at the test. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. You just need one six is all. That's a six. I, I also have a six. Damn it. Oh, no. So I get narrative control. However, you did succeed. You get to claim your hope dice. So you, Ryan, for the rest of this scene, will get to roll four dice instead of three. All right but I do have narrative control. The thing is there, Ryan, and you, you know it's, <laughs> you know it can't be. You, you know, I mean, you feel it. It's, it's all the way through you, and, and that feeling gets you, gives you hope, ironically. There's something beyond just the cold, hard, science of the world, of the physics of it, you don't necessarily need to capture this moment with your machinery because you know it. You just know it. And yet you do automatically. You go for your equipment. You go for your readers and your registers, and you raise them up, but, but they, they don't have any power. Something in this room is sucking it all away. The lights go out. There are no lights anymore. Even the camera lights have powered down. You hear Stevie and Helen in the dark yelling, screaming. You yourself may be screaming. You're not even sure. And then you feel something grab a hold of your ankle as you fall backwards. You feel something claw its way up your calf. You feel claws or something sharp, perhaps teeth running their way along your thigh. You feel a, a presence beyond anything you have ever experienced before. And you kick at it. You kick it away. You, you connect with it and you run you crawl, you, you scrabble, you are, no matter what it was that you wanted to do in this moment, your flight instinct has taken over and you 
run and then you are crashing into your companions by the door and well now we can see how everybody else is doing <laughs> stevie what's happening with you so the lights went out and helen's standing just a little bit in front of me and i know that ryan is beyond her and behind me i suddenly feel a cold cold draft like cold presence come up behind me okay well i guess that's going to put you into a dire um challenge because it's not just there behind you you feel cold presences pulling themselves out of the reflections all around the room and it's what you saw through the camera even before it went out but whether you captured that or not i don't know do you want to try for your moment in this one if you get it perhaps the camera will come back on yes. and you will capture this yes i will try for my moment all right burn it do it do it do it all right <laughs> Stop trying to burn down the house. <laughs> I like how it looks like Elaine is backlit because of her white headphones. <laughs> yeah. Very saintly. Ah. <laughs> All right. So, um, and then at the same moment, here is Ryan uh, or some something barreling into you from in front of you. So you have three dice. Roll them. Me? Stevie, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, shit, guys. Two ones and a two. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Your, your, moment, your moment of hope fails. The camera does not come back on. The, the, the things all around you, if only you could capture them somehow on camera, even if you were to die here, even if you were to be torn apart like Douglas, it wouldn't matter because you would have captured it on film. And yet you can't be sure that what you, you caught in the flickers were. And, and, and then <laughs> Ryan powers into you from in front and something claws at you from behind and then you feel hands or claws on you everywhere ripping at your clothes ripping at your equipment the camera goes flying and you hear it hit the hit the uh, morgue floor and break you hear it crack you hear the lens shatter you hear the the internal pieces go skittering across the floor and you know that your chance is gone your hope for that is gone and a candle is snuffed out. Oh no. We gonna start buying. <laughs> Scene six, two candles remain. There are two candles left Bruce. and these things are true. Okay. The world is dark and Stevie, and I am afraid for my life. Well, you could have given yourself something to hope for, or not hope, but uh, you could have given something yourself to work an, with an there. out there. It's something uh, to work with. <laughs> I know. God damn it. Sorry, guys. That was probably the worst response I could have possibly given. It's hard. We no longer it feel really alone. Hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Three, 
two, one. And we, and we are, are still, still alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> the creatures and all throw their hands up in the air and leave because we're so bad. There are just two candles left. Oh, no. There are things clawing at you from all sides now. It's, it's so dark. It's the dark. And you cannot see anything or any of you. You're just, you run. That's all you can do is you run. And you don't know where you're running to. And you don't run together. And, well, things aren't going to probably go well from here. Oh, dear. <clears throat> Ryan. You hit your, you ran into your companions, and then you find yourself um, running through the dark. Please roll your two dice. With my hope dice still? With your, yes, you, all, you get your hope dice. That is one six, two Woo. fours. I also got a six. Damn it. <laughs> that means you get the narrative. I do. Now, you can, here is a thing you can do. You can die. I can't kill you until the final candle, but you can sacrifice yourself. If so, you regain narrative control and you are able to give your hope die to somebody else. Or um, I can just narrate this and we'll see where it goes. Ooh. But I can't kill you myself. You can only sacrifice yourself. But if you do, then you get to narrate your uh, own death. Okay. Does any of my other cards left come into play with that role? Um, so your Brink card, which is the last one that you have left, you can use to re-roll all of your dice. If it is successful, then um, great. If it is not, uh, then you lose your hope dice. And a candle goes out. There's nothing I can do with the one that I have on top then. Uh, that what's on top? Uh, my virtue. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you were down to your brink. Um, I was not yet. No, yeah. You can if you have any ones in that. You can. Uh, yeah, there was no ones though. That's the only thing. Oh yeah, then no. Sorry. Okay. So it is. I mean, you still have cards left though. So I don't know if now is the time to sacrifice or if that's even in your nature. Well, of course, it doesn't actually have to be a sacrifice. Um. Yeah. Uh, wow. Couldn't you just give me the three choices like I do? Can I go to the Conclave of Angels? <laughs> um, angel wing headed town. Right. Um, okay. Uh, wow, that's a lot of editing. Sorry, Patrick. Yeah, but Elaine's um, lighting now looks like she's actually in a horror movie, so I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, as I'm running by Stevie, I grab Helen and shove her in front of me and try to grab Stevie as best I can. Oh, I and get to narrate this. Oh, you do? Oh, unless unless you're sacrificing yourself, unless you're... That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, you're trying, you're going to die in this scene? I'm trying to sacrifice... No! Damn it! I don't know what to do! Okay, <laughs> it's hard. I'm this just going to let you narrate. I'll play along. <laughs> <laughs> part of the stress of this game is is as you begin to lose narrative control um 
and even when you succeed the you know things are in my hands rather than your own mm-hmm. yeah so here we go uh you run past them pushing them aside uh in your rash uh in the rashness of the moment in your in your headstrongness and you um you rush you you bounce off of a wall and you just keep running you bounce off another wall and keep running and then you hit a door and you're through it and then the smell hits you stevie you are also running for your life roll two dice dire consequences can happen okie dokie no no get back here two threes um what is the your top card vice i'm sorry oh it's a vice vice oh alas that cannot be used well you can sacrifice yourself and take control over your own death and describe it to us i don't want to die yet <laughs> all right i want to be on the juicy gossip <laughs> stevie stevie here's the breaking of the camera and runs just turns and runs but they get turned around somehow in all of this when when ryan uh, it hits them and goes by when Helen is yelling there close by and they wind up running into the morgue rather than out of the morgue. Scene seven. One candle remains. Everyone except for Ryan is down to one die. So I have one die and two cards left? Yeah. Assuming that's how many cards you have left. It is the last candle. I feel that I should allow you to see my face. The face of our doom. (laughs) Yes, that doom is coming. These things are true. The world is dark. Three, two, one. And we are alive. We're so good at this. We're so good at this. And Mike again. One more try. <laughs> Three, two, one. And, and we, we are, are alive. alive. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> that was close, Drew. <laughs> at least everybody said it. Oh, man. There is one candle left. Each of you has one die to use, except for... Ryan, who has two. Helen, roll that one die. You are also running in the dark. Oh my god, it's a six. Oh. And I did not roll any sixes. You have narrative control. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Make it a good one. I really want to somehow find Stevie's flailing arm, drag them out of the morgue and slam the door. Don't tell me what you want to do. Tell me what I happens. do it. I narrate. Am feeling around. I've heard Stevie go back past me, find their wrist and just drag them, and things go clattering across the floor as we bump into stuff. And 
shove him out the doorway and I want to throw my whole weight against this heavy door and creak it all the way closed as hard as I can. <clears throat> Don't want to do it. Okay. I creak it closed as hard as I can. No, no, you're and... going to narrate the whole thing because now I have to cut that part out. <laughs> well, shucks. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Make it good. This is the last candle. This is what everybody's been listening for all right, all right, this entire all right. time. Be heroic. Make it good. Tell a story. I've heard Stevie go past me in the dark. And I, the only thing in my mind is I've got to get us out. I don't know where Ryan went, but he got out. And so I'm wading back in impossibly into the morgue and I hit something. It's Stevie's. It's the only warm arm in there and it can only be Stevie's. And I shove them ahead of myself heading for my best memory of the door. We hit it with our bodies and crowd around it and shove it closed as hard as we possibly can and run for the stairs. Very good. In the dark, something grabs your arm, Stevie, but it's something warm, and Helen's voice is in your ear, and then you are outside um, suddenly, somehow, and you're slamming the door closed, and Helen's yelling at you to get to the stairs, and so you run in the dark, hand in hand. Ryan, you are in that tunnel. You know it now. You are moving through the tunnel and and you're too deep into it somehow you ran further than than you realized even and you're on your hands and knees and there are there are there are things under your hands it's not pretty things that squish things that smell things that seem to squirm as you crawl through it, but maybe it's just you moving them about. What do you do? Too far in? Further than you expected. You're beginning to regain some of your composure, perhaps. But which way did you come from? What? Wait, what? Okay, so I don't know how far I am in. Yes, you were panicked there for a while. Okay. But also, you've, you've seen it. It's, it happened. Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, this is definitely not my way out. I need to retrace my steps and get back to the staircase. All right. You get two dice to roll. One of them is your hope die. And you do still have a virtue. Oh. I do. Oh, a five and a one. I'm going to be burning my virtue. Beautiful. Roll that, re uh, re roll that one. That was a six. Oh, that's awesome. Unless Patrick gets sixes. Four fives and two ones. <laughs> you have narrative control. 
and I'm using my virtue on that. Yeah, so you have to work that virtue in somehow. No problem. Um, it doesn't have to be direct, but it just has to be there. Yeah. As a kid running to the streets, I learned to be able to backtrack through the alleys that I used to have to dodge bullies through and everything. So I use that now uh, as I backtrack through this tunnel system. And it's pretty easy for me to remember, you know, a left here, a right there, and then just flip reverse it because that's how I grew up. Just being able to know where I'm at, uh, which what is direction your I'm going. Street smarts. Oh, nice. All right. What about the, uh, describe the scene for me, make it horrible, but you got to I didn't realize it before, but I was, as I was running this direction, this place is covered in so much disgusting goo and ick and things crawling everywhere. And it just seems like the stench is from this great beast burrowing deep beneath these tunnels. And I cannot stay here anymore and stay sane. I got to get back. Whatever was chasing me before is, is nothing compared to what is facing me down those tunnels. I'm rushing. I'm back. I feel a cool breeze and I take the right direction. I see it. Just the smallest glint of light off that door handle that I remember bursting through coming down here. I got to make it back out. I have to. Nice. And you do. I thought there was going to be more. I thought I was going to get <laughs> from behind or something. <laughs> no, you, you make it back uh, out of the tunnel. Um, I did forget one thing. You are the only one who's had a hope die so far, but um, <laughs> I don't think it came into play at any point. But a hope die actually creates a success on a five or six. <gasps> oh, it was a five. So I had two after I burned. That's doesn't matter that's anyway. Yeah. Um, well, if I'd come up with a six, then that would have been important. But yeah. All right. Um, you're you're out of the you're out of the tunnel. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I missed that last part. You're out of the tunnel. Which side? Back into the house. You said there yes. was a light. There was a light glinting glinting off of the handle of the door. Ah. What's that light coming from? Uh, just a hole at the top of the tunnel system. Ah, so right There's above this. Of light filtering through. Right above this then must be the command center, which is the only place you remember there being lights. But all the lights went out, so I'm not sure. I'm just looking for any light. Mm -hmm. Yes, but you don't know if the lights went out in the command center. All of your lights went out down in the morgue. Helen, Stevie, uh, you have, uh, you made it to the stairs. You're, you're running up them, but you hear behind you the doors of the morgue slams open. Boom! Against the wall it goes. Ryan, you hear this too. It's one of the things that, that gets you turned the right direction as you move through the, the grotesqueness of the tunnel um, toward that tiny flicker of light that seems to be coming from a crack in the, in the flooring above the tunnel. And, um, and then 
you, Stevie and Helen, are are barreling up those stairs, uh, you know, running, running, and you make it to the next floor up, and there are lights there. Some of the lights that are strung um, from earlier to show various areas of the asylum to the camera uh, are still there, but they're starting to flicker. They're starting to go out. Um, but you also see, feel the shadows beginning to move all around you. You begin to sense that the doors on either side of the halls, that there aren't things in them, but things in the glass of the doors of the windows that look into those rooms that once held the patients here at Arkin Asylum. What are you doing? Helen or Stevie? Yeah, I know. So we just made it back up to the lighting where there's light. Yes, but those lights are starting to go out. Uh, flicker, flicker, beginning to flicker faster. We gotta go find the front door. Where do you think the uh, Ryan went? I don't know. I we can we can call somebody. We can call somebody after we get out. Um, are there any spare like uh, flashlights or cameras or gear lying around in the command center that we could snatch up? Uh, so you try to go to the command center first. You're in a hallway at the yes. moment. Yeah, I assume that's where kind of we were headed. Up the stairwell. All right. The command center. Up the stairwell, down the hall, um, into the, you see the light coming, the most of the light is coming from the door that goes into the lobby where the, the doors outside also are. The lobby was large. It was a great place to set up tables and computers and camera systems and such. And, well, yes. And you... You both run around that corner and into that room, still holding hands, still pulling one another forward when the other lags. Ryan, are you also headed that direction? You find the, you know where the exit of the tunnel is and you know in rough, roughly where the stairs are in relation. Yes, that's what I would be aiming for. So you also run up those stairs. You hit the upper hallway just in time to see Stevie and uh, and Helen um, enter or at least turn and, and the corner and, and throw themselves sort of into the light, the blessed light of the command room, except that light too is flickering. Boom. Off. Ping. On. Boom. Off. Ping. On. Boom. Off. Ping. On. Helen, you're the one yes. that mentioned the... Um, command center and hoping to find things there. Uh, go ahead and roll your one remaining die. What do you have on top of your pile again? Virtue? Virtue. Oh, well, <clears throat> I threw it on accident, but uh, it's a three. Oh, that's a failure. Scene eight, only doom remains. The end is near. Well, and now we can't see Helen at all. <laughs> it's just a blue. You glow. need a lighter. I have a lighter. <laughs> can't see the wick. There we go. Uh huh. All right. Well, 
Yes, we can have a little bit of light left. There's still a little bit of moments left. There's a bit of hope, strangely in the form of Ryan. Yeah, of all the people. Jerk face. I didn't mean that in a rude way, just you don't believe in like... No, I mean Ryan is the jerk face. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. I just assumed this was a crew thing, that on the show we were always just jerk face, butthead. (laughs) (laughs) Helen, Stevie, you come around the corner and in the flickering strobing light, you just see body parts and blood everywhere. The rest of the crew dismembered in pieces, pieces and parts, entrails here and there, draped over computers, blood splattered across the screens, across the chairs, across the floor, across the chandelier, 15 feet above. The lobby is a gory, gory hell. There is nothing there to be found. The equipment is ruined destroyed like the people are. The flashlights are smashed. There's only the floodlights that flicker on and off faster and faster. And you know that shortly those lights will be gone too. You run for the door. Ryan is not far behind, but then darkness falls. The flickers further and further apart. Helen, you were scrabbling for you were scrabbling for any sort of equipment. You are slipping as you try to escape this abattoir. Roll your one die. My one die? Oh wait, I'm sorry, there isn't one left, is there? I was gonna say. So you get to narrate your death. I think as we're crossing the room and I'm trying to find any flashlight any phone, anything that'll give us a light on the way out. I think I skid on something and I lose touch with Stevie's hand and I'm just like slithering around in the, in the gore on the floor, trying to grab things to pull myself up, take hold of someone's dismembered leg and let back, let go of it. And then I'm crawling across the floor. I don't even know which direction anymore. It's completely dark. And I think the lights flicker one last time. And I look up and I'm right in front of a big floor to ceiling plate glass window. And the reflection looks back at me. And then the light goes out. Stevie, you wanted to go to the door anyway, but didn't think that it would be a bad idea to try to find some gear. And yet this is the horror that you saw. You, you see it all in those strobing lights. And you, somewhere along the way, lose touch with Helen's hand. And all you can think is to get out, roll your one dice, oh wait, narrate your death. As I'm trying to make my way out of the building, I think I know which direction is the door now. And it's really disorienting with all the lights flickering on and off. I slip over something, I fall. I hit my chin really hard on the ground and I bite my own tongue off. And as I'm trying to crawl towards the door, holding my own mouth, I can't even scream because my mouth is full of my own blood as they attack me and pounce on me, just feet from the door. 
Ryan, you see the flickering lights. You see the darkness that's coming afterwards. What are you trying to do? You don't have to roll anything yet, but what are you, what are you attempting? Um, okay. Aside from good judgment, I see the door. I see the exit and note any obstacles in my path and bolt straight for the door. And the lights go out. Roll your one die, which you do have. <sighs> oh my God. It's a one. <laughs> All right. You can, you have your brink still. I have my brink, but it doesn't apply at all. <laughs> doesn't it? Use it. You get to reroll all your dice, a five or six. It's going to get you a little bit further down the road. Even if, even if it requires whatever it is that's on that card. It's probably all a lie anyway. I've seen Stevie fake evidence before. This could just be some giant, I don't know, what's that Ashton Kutchner thing that pranked? It could just be one giant prank to mess with me. She's falsified evidence to protect herself and further her career in the past. Why wouldn't she do it to me? I'm getting out of here. I don't care. I'm done with this place. I'm fed up. I'm out. So are you re-rolling that die then? Yes. Oh my God. And it's a one. <laughs> I hate it. That was pointless. I love you, Stevie. <laughs> Narrate your death, but include your brink in it. Oh. Yeah, way to throw me under the bus there. <laughs> it's got to be a lie. It's got to be people playing with my mind. I will stand up proud and I will walk out these doors and not be touched. It's all a lie anyway. Stevie's betrayed me before. She's falsified evidence. There's no way any of this can be real. I think it's faked. And I think she's just doing it to try to further her career. I will walk out. I don't have a problem with this. It's not right anyway. But as I do, something sharp, very uncomfortable, makes its way down my spine. Cut your illumination. I want everyone to know that I walked into this with my eyes open, knowing what I was doing. Uh, Mom, Dad, I love you very much. And um, I'm really excited, guys. This might be our biggest investigation yet. Wish me luck. Hi, guys. Stevie here. Uh, just letting you know that we are about to head into our next uh, setup where I'm going to be doing a shoot with everybody. And we're really excited. We think that we're going to get some really good stuff here. And I'm hopeful to get some actual footage and you know, I see on the other side, but if not, I'm so excited to be doing this and I don't mind getting a little spooked. Okay, so they want me to do this. Uh, I haven't even filled out my will. 
okay, so if something happens to me, uh, then I guess science is bunk and there's nothing really to, I, I, I'll be back. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs>